0: Welcome to the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day. Hey there, how you doing? Harold S. Reed Jr. here, also known as HRJR, your motive coach. If you don't know what motive action means, motive plus action equals results, and results equal success. Welcome back to another episode of the Ice Talks. Today I want to talk to you about communication. And in particular, what to do when it's not working. Um, I firmly believe in making it known what your feelings are. Before I even get into that, let me preface this with saying I am not big on giving relationship advice. Because I myself consider myself to be a work in progress. And I know that there are areas that I myself must always work to improve. So I'm not really big on on relationship advice. But take this in terms of whether it be your interpersonal relationships, work relationships, if you belong to the same uh, group or organization as someone else, other people, Um, and, and, and how you communicate with them. I firmly believe that if you have a problem with someone, then that someone is the person with whom you should be addressing that problem. One of the things I experienced when I was in the workforce was that when people have issues with one another, instead of being adults... And having adult conversations, uh, the person with the problem would talk about that person around, and not around that person as in, you know, that person's in the room and somebody else is talking about that person. But when I say talk around that person, talk to everyone else in the same uh, uh, group or vicinity or area, what have you, but not talk to that person. In some cases, have a problem with someone and instead of trying to address it with that person, go to a supervisor or go to human resources and potentially put that other person in some type of jackpot or troubling situation. That's not good for anybody, whereas you can sit down with that one person and say, you know, can we talk? Can we have a conversation? And then during that conversation, express whatever it is your issue is. The reason I believe people don't do that is because people are afraid of conflict. Okay? They're afraid to address issues head on. And and this winds up creating even bigger, I would say more unnecessary problems than if it were just a matter of, can we have a conversation? Now, let me say this, in so doing, what gives you the upper hand is not necessarily being right and this other person being wrong. What gives you the upper hand is being able to listen and and give that person the opportunity so whatever they got on their chest, let them get it off their chest. Because what's likely to happen is this: Person A goes to Person B, say they following, you know my advice, but all they heard was go direct, take it up with that person. But they didn't listen to the rest of this podcast. <laughs> they said, "HRJ said I should go take it up with that person. That's all I need to hear." And they go talk to that person. So Person A goes to Person B and says, "Listen, can we talk?" And the person says, all right. So they sit down and they start conversing. And person A says, you know, when you said or did X, Y, Z the other day, I felt a kind of way about it because. And then person B, right off the bat, jumps to what I call the D&D, the defense and deflect. I can't tell you how many times. I can't tell you how many people. This is this is their default. This is their automatic response. The D and D, the defense and deflect. They want to defend themselves because when you got a problem with that person, then that person obviously doesn't may not believe that they're in the wrong because it hasn't been pointed out to them what they did or how what they did or said affected person A. All they know is you got a problem with me, you coming at me. When well, that's not necessarily the case, but When the person goes into D&D, they automatically take, or rather, let me say, they automatically refuse to take any accountability or responsibility for what's being communicated to them. They automatically go, well, what about the time when you... That's the defense and deflect, all right? They're putting up their walls because they're not listening to you anymore, and then They deflect and bring up whatever it was they think they have a problem with you about. It's something that you did in the past. Or person A. Person A, person B. That's what we're going. I think you get that much. Alright? So, when addressing someone with a problem, the first thing you should do is, if you know you have any fault or whatever in whatever your issue is with this person... Address your faults first and apologize for your faults first. Even if you don't believe you were wrong, this is where humility in the communication process comes into play. Listen, uh, I don't know if I'm, you know, I don't know if I misperceived you. I don't know if I misunderstood you. But when you said or did X, Y, Z, I felt this kind of way about it. Right. So right off the bat, you're kind of giving them an out. By not so much saying what you did was wrong uh, or you're wrong, we're going to get into, I'm going to get into um, uh, character versus uh, content or context or conduct in a second. But in, in so going to a person and saying, I don't know if I misunderstood, it, you, you create the environment where you're seeking understanding. Because now, instead of them being... And they still may very well be defensive, but I'm going to give you a tactic to handle that as well. So let's say you go to the person, you go to person B, person A goes to person B, and they say, I don't know if I misunderstood, but when you said or did X, Y, Z, it made me feel this way. Now, I was wondering if we could come to an understanding about it. Now, if the person automatically goes into defense and deflect you just go back to where you started. Listen, I could very well be wrong. I don't I'm, I'm I'm trying to understand. You guys know how those of you who follow me, you know how I feel about the word try. But for common speak, <laughs> okay, you can say, you know, I'm trying to understand so that there is no misunderstanding. I mean, if you didn't mean it, then fine, my bad, and then it is what it is. And then you wait for the person to to Either repeat the activity or, or the words or what have you, or, or maybe it was a misunderstanding and you just keep it moving. But at least you're communicating with the other person, okay? Now, if the other person goes into D&D, defense and deflect, fall back. Let them get it all out. Don't interrupt them. Let them, just let them. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten to conversations with people and they just want to go, they just want to go, they just want, what about when you, and a time when you, and a time when you, and then what tends to happen regularly, and you may be able to point this out in your own character, what tends to happen is, now you go into D&D, now you're defending and deflecting, the other person is defending and deflecting, both of you have your walls up, and now you're throwing rocks at each other, that's a battle, that becomes an argument, not even a debate, it becomes an argument. No matter how politely worded, if it's politely worded and cordial in conversation, then it could be considered a debate or you just going back and forth, back and forth. And neither of you are communicating with each other because you're too busy talking at each other. And then you're going to both walk away mad and you make a veiled, phony attempt to act like you're walking away peacefully by saying, well, we're just going to have to agree to disagree which solves nothing, right? So let that person get everything out. Don't interrupt them. And then when they, if they stop or they pause, you can ask, and people take this the wrong way, but I've done it, and you just got to take it the wrong way. Are you done? <laughs> Are you done? No. And then another thing, let them get it all out, right? Because when they're done, that's when you go in And you say, okay, one, if those things bothered you, you should have told me you should have told me and I would have explained myself then. I had that happen to me one time. Uh, Quick story. Um, uh, One of my former neighbors, they moved uh, when they were living next door to me. Uh, we had a good relationship. He'd always invite me over when his family or friends was over. He was cooking out in the backyard or whatever. And this man would love to get me drunk. <laughs> it was just a good old time, right? And I don't remember what it was he gave me to drink, but it was good. And I kept drinking it. And everybody was talking crap and having a good old time. And I kind of got out of pocket talking about uh, one of his relatives. Not cracking on it. It was actually complimented because he was very beautiful. But it, it, it was a vibe that I wasn't necessarily 100% a part of, but I was nice, I was tipsy, and I made myself a part of it, and I overstepped my bounds. But one, I was drunk, and two, I didn't know I had overstepped my bounds, and my neighbor had never said anything about it. Fast forward, I don't know, five, six months or a year or so later, and his kid scratched my car. Minor scratch, but... You know, I told him his kid did it. He said, "You know, go, you know, get an estimate, and come back, and we'll talk." Or I told him that that's what I would do, and he'd be like, "Cool." The estimate I got was like a couple hundred dollars, and so I go to his house, and I went to the house with a bottle and a couple shot glasses. I figured, you know, let's 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 have a drink and let's talk about this like adults. And then I told him what the estimate was, and then all of a sudden this dude's crazy wife whom he eventually wound up divorcing because yeah she was crazy (laughs) she started yelling in the background about how I was disrespectful to her cousin and and who the hell do I think I am coming to the house with this bill for something that they kid probably didn't even do never mind I saw the kid bump into my car with his bike and caused the scratch or whatever and um I said to my man what is what is she talking about Oh, well, that time when we were over and my cousin was there, or her cousin was there, whatever, and you kept talking about how she looked in her dress, whatever, whatever the hell it was. I vaguely remembered it, but the more he talked about it, the more I ga- began to remember it. And I didn't defend, I didn't deflect, I didn't defend. If I said whatever the hell I said while I was under the influence, I, I can neither confirm or deny it, but apparently I did say something. But I said to, I asked my man, I asked him, why didn't you tell me the next day or a couple, whenever you saw me? Many times we see each other and wave and what have you. Why didn't you pull me to the side and say, hey, man, you kind of stepped out of line when you were over last time? Oh, well, I didn't want any problem. What have I ever done or said to make you think that there was a problem? If I was out of pocket, if I was out of line, you should have let me know. I would have, if you'd have let, if you'd have, you could have pulled me to the side then, but he was kind of tipsy too, so obviously he wasn't thinking about it, you know? But please, you know, if, it, if it's that big a deal, apologize to your wife for me, because obviously she's not trying to talk to me right now, but apologize to your cousin for me. I don't know if he ever did that, but if I offended them, I wasn't aware of it because everybody was laughing at the time. And maybe she went back. Later on and said, you know, your friend or your neighbor made me feel some kind of way or whatever. My, my point being, my neighbor didn't communicate with me what I had done. But when he did, five, six, seven months, a year, whatever, so it was later, I immediately fell back and apologized. You know, you, you, you can't, listen, if somebody throws something that you did in your face and you did it or you said it, don't deflect and defend. Take responsibility for it. Take accountability for it. Right. So that's what I had done. And then I said, you know what? Don't even worry about the scratch because you got big. I I could tell by listening to her and I mean, you know, disrespect. You got a lot bigger issues than I have with this scratch. Don't even worry about it. Forget about it. It is really not that big a deal. One of the things I've learned uh, from my time being a police officer was that one of the worst conditions a person can live in is having a beef with their neighbor. It, it just, it, because cause nothing, nothing, nothing ever comes out right. I remember going to somebody's house who called to complain on their neighbor because the neighbor had shoveled snow out of their driveway onto their already snow-covered lawn. Big whoop, you know, but those neighbors had been beefing, had been feuding for quite some time. Anyway, I digress. So when you communicate with someone, take accountability for whatever it is you have to say or whatever, whatever ills or wrongs you may have done, even if, you know, you don't believe you did wrong, that's not, this is not the time to get yours off. You already got another issue that you're trying to, that you're, you're striving to resolve with this person, which is what they did to you, right? So be calm listen. And like I said, ask when they're done or ask them, are you done? Because I want to make sure. And then if they say, yeah, all right. So, so what else you got? And or something like, that. you know, go ahead. And then you begin communicating again. I think, I, I don't know if I misunderstood you. Well, I don't, I, I don't understand your reasoning, but the end result was I walked away feeling this kind of way about it. And I just thought that we could, we could talk about it. And then if they jump in to interrupt you again, excuse me, I I didn't interrupt you. Now they feel stupid. Because when you didn't interrupt them and all they're doing is interrupt you, they gotta fall. They have to fall. If there if there's any decency in them, any respect in them, they will fall back and say, Alright, 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 go ahead. And all you 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 cannot be you cannot hold yourself responsible for how someone else perceives what it is you're telling them. All you can do is be polite and courteous and respectful in so telling them what's what's going on with you, what's going on in your mind. Now, what do you do if that person is still on some F you, I didn't do it, I'm not wrong, I said what I said or what have you? Walk away. Walk away. Because obviously, either they meant what they did or they don't care that and it could be and or they don't care that whatever they said or did affected you how it affected you. So walk away. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you ain't you, you don't have to be like, well, F you then, mother. and F No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just. All right. Cool. No problem. I understand. I just thought I'd communicate that with you. But it's all good. And walk away. And something my dad always tells me. Never let people live rent-free in your mind. Once you attempt to have that conversation and you know they shut you out or shut you down or they don't want to come to a common understanding or even accept the fact that what they did or said bothered you in however, whichever way it bothered you, they don't want to accept anything for that, then you know where you stand with that person. Walk away, exercise them out of your mind, and keep it pushing. Because what that person's going to do They're going to start running around talking about, oh, well, so-and-so came to me talking about this, that, and the third. Now, guess what? You're living rent-free in their mind because now they got an attitude because you had the nerve to go to that. You can't control that. All you can do is walk away with as clear a conscience as you possibly can, right? So if you go about communicating what your issues are, no one can say you didn't say so. What you want to put, the position you want to put, you want to put yourself in is to be in a position where you can say, at least I said such and such. At least I I attempted to communicate with this person. At least I told you X, Y, Z. Right? Because the type of person I am, if I tell you once, okay, maybe you weren't receiving me. I may tell you again. You're still not receiving me. If I got to tell you a third, fourth, fifth, there's not going to be a third. It might, not be a, it might be a third time, depending on how much I care about the relationship. But ultimately, I'm not going to keep going back while you keep doing the same thing, because obviously you're listening. You're, rather, you're not listening. Uh, there's an old, really corny joke that, uh, and, I, and I'm going to change it so it's not to sound uh, uh, chauvinistic. So is it, what, do you, what do you tell a person who has two black eyes? And the person said, you know, you say, what? Obviously nothing because they weren't listening the first two times. There it is. Right. So instead of punching somebody in the face a couple times, okay, which which won't end up good for anybody. You know what? Stop. Stop. Don't waste your time. As I get older and and I turn 50 in October and I've been spending the last couple of years really approaching my 50th. Really, really thinking about how I want to approach certain situations. And there was a time when I would argue from the rising of the sun to the setting, of the, how the old folks used to say, uh, from can't see in the morning to can't see at night. I'll, 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 I'll fight and argue, uh, not fight, but I'll, I'll argue a an issue and I'll point, counterpoint all that crap. As I get older, I'm realizing life is too short for that BS, if we, can, if we can resolve the issue, then let's resolve the issue and keep it moving. If we can't resolve the issue, F it. I'm done. I got better things to do with my time than I keep repeating myself when you obviously don't care enough to listen. See what I'm saying? So, all in all... Oh, wait a minute. Before I wrap up, I said I was going to talk to you about uh, um, conduct versus character. I know I said context and content, but the word I was looking for was conduct character versus conduct, when addressing someone with an issue you have with them, do not, or I would urge you not to um, approach sorry, them, I <laughs> sorry, that was uh, Siri on my watch, um, do not approach them from the perspective of, that, that, that would affect their character. Because they, like I said, that's where the D and D kicks in. That's where the defense and deflect kicks in, kicks in. Because they automatically think you're coming after them. All right. So you have to specify the problem you have is not necessarily with them as with, with him or her as a person, but with what he or she did or said. You want to go after the words or the deeds rather than who the person is as a person, right? So address, I don't appreciate you for, see, now you don't appreciate me. Well, then F you. I don't care about you either, right? As opposed to when you said. Notice even when I gave the scenarios earlier, I said when you said or did, right? So again, if they take personal offense to it, you could even clarify. Listen, I'm not talking about who you are, I'm talking about what you did or what you said. And you know, you're trying to find some common ground, some understanding. So at least they understand where you're coming from. But if it gets to the point where you realize that you're wasting your time, stop wasting your time. Don't waste your time. Don't give them that time. They're not worthy of that time. So there are times when I, 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 I've dealt with people in the workplace, in my interpersonal relationships where, you know what? Apparently you are stuck in how you feel and it's not worth my time to argue the point anymore. And I shut down. I, I no longer communicate with that person. That person can come and talk to me whenever they feel like it. I have a friend who's a really good person. I know she's a good person. We we have differing views on a great many things, right? But we were having a conversation via DM, you know, and she just wanted to keep pushing the wrong buttons. Now, you know what, I'll be fair. I won't say she was pushing the wrong buttons. She was just dug into her position, and she didn't want to see where in which I was saying her position was not solid. She just wanted to dig in. So it was the D&D going on. And I reached a point where I was like, all right, cool, no problem. You know, she's like, well, you hit me with the," And we've known each other for years. So when I started my, when I closed my old Facebook account, opened my new Facebook account, she was one of the people that I put, you know, hit the friend request to put into my new Facebook account. So I was like, you know what? We don't, you know, it's all good. She's like, well, you hit me with the friend request, buddy. I was like, oh, well, we could remedy that quick. And I unfriended her. <laughs> you know, no big problem. Hey, you know what? My bad. Yeah, I did send you that friend request. I can change that quick. Bam. Now, here's the thing. Fast forward a couple of days and she's reached back to me. She apologized and she's asking if we can talk. Now, I'm going to give her that opportunity when I feel like it. I'm not going to, sh- now, now, now hear me out. I'm not stringing her along. I'm taking the time to get past how upset I was in that conversation so that I can be like, you know, okay, your apology is cool, it's accepted, no big deal. Uh, I I, I believe I've done a previous podcast episode on apologies. I only give one because the first one should be all that matters. So she apologized. I'll hit her back up and be like, you know, apology accepted. We cool. And still kind of keep her at a distance, you know. But that's what you have to do sometimes. You know, none of us are perfect. Contrary to popular belief, none of us are perfect. Right, we are all going to make mistakes. What What makes us better people is to be able to acknowledge our mistakes. Whether we we notice within ourselves that we've made a mistake, or when someone brings it to our attention, someone brings it to your attention that you did something or said something that affected them a certain way, even if it was not your intent for them to feel that way, that's still how they walked away from the situation. And you may have to accept accountability for that. You may have to accept some responsibility for that. Now, if you didn't care how they would take it, then, excuse me, then so be it. You didn't care. It is what it is. I said what I said, right? But if you actually do care about this person's feelings and it was not your intent to offend, by all means, well, you know what? It wasn't my intent to offend. I still meant what I said, but if you felt a certain kind of way about it, okay, I apologize. And then maybe you can re-explain it in a way that's more palatable for that person to understand. Again, we're talking about communication. And not everybody speaks and receives. Not everybody, everyone doesn't uh, uh, receive and, and transfer on the same frequency. So somewhere in the communication process, you have to find the same or similar frequency to where you can communicate with someone to where they can understand it. You want people to be able to understand what you're saying. And I often find myself telling people, don't listen to what I'm saying by way of which you're interpreting it. I get this on social media all the time. People want to say, you know, what they think I've said. No, 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 no. What you think I said and what I actually said could be two very different things. Not because I said it wrong, but because you received it improperly. So let me better explain what I meant. And please take it for what I'm saying. There's no need to read between the lines, there's no need to uh, uh decipher anything. I'm gonna, and that's another thing. When you speak to somebody, when you speak to people, when you communicate to people, be straight up. Don't backpedal. Don't soft shoe. Don't don't you know backstep. Don't double talk. Be straight up in your communication. It'll make life a whole lot easier for you down the line. This I have learned through uh, conversations and even confrontations with my family, my friends, sometimes even my wife. You know, you have to learn how to approach people on a certain frequency so that they're receptive to what you're saying. And again, if it gets to a point that no matter what you do, if they're not going to receive it, then maybe you're just wasting your time. Let them come around to wanting to communicate with you. And then even in response, do the same things I've been advising you to do. Do not fall into d and I want you... Imprint that in your mind, D&D. Recognize it within yourself, D&D. Recognize that when someone is coming to you with an issue, catch yourself before you go into a, what about when you? No, 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 no. Listen to what they're saying. Something I heard Les Brown say years and years and years ago. God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. so So we could listen twice as much as we speak. Right, give them the opportunity to get whatever it is off their chest, let them get it all out. I've done this with my dad, I've done this with so many people. Let them get it all out, and once they've got it out, ask them if they, you know how many times have you gone to the bathroom and thought you were done, and they wound up having to go back a couple minutes later because your body was like, ah, 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 we still got some more to go. I'm sorry, that was kind of graphic, but you get my point. Let them get it all out without interruption. so that when you have your turn to talk and you have your turn to communicate, if they jump in DD, all you have to say is, excuse me, I didn't interrupt you. See So now you're pointing out to them that you gave them respect and you expect the same level of respect or amount of respect in return. Listen, it's not going to be easy, but this will help you in your communication. So, with that, I'm going to wrap up. You guys take care of yourselves, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day.